There is nothing better than having a prayer answered. This podcast is going to talk about answered prayer. You know, the effective prayer of a righteous man can accomplish much, James 5.16. You know, when a baby is born, there is a suspenseful moment when all those in attendance watch eagerly for the newborn baby to begin breathing. In the same way, when a person is born again, he begins to sustain a spiritual life through prayer. A wise man by the name of Roland Hill once said, prayer is the breath of a newborn soul and there can be no life without it. And man, let me tell you, he's right. Accordingly, when people speak of having a prayer life, they should realize that prayer is not just a feature of spiritual life, but the thing that keeps spiritual life going. You know, in prayer, you are talking to your Father, God in heaven, thanking Him, praising Him, blessing Him, loving Him, and asking His help for others and yourself in times of need. Meanwhile, He desires to speak love and encouragement to you. But sometimes it's hard to know that God hears your prayers or that you can really hear His replies. Maybe if I just tell you a little bit about how I do things, you know, I mean, if you get up at four o'clock in the morning, it's not a coincidence. Your alarm didn't go off, did it? That's God tugging at you to get up and pray. And you know, usually when God does wake me up at four o'clock in the morning, I am up on my feet and I am full of energy and I just pray. And sometimes I pray for my church leaders, for family members, for friends, for acquaintances, for my position, for my podcast, for my listeners. But there are times that God puts specific people in my mind and what to pray about. Listen, obedience is better than sacrifice. I will say that. So prayer is a two-way conversation with God. It is the most intimate relationship with the creator you can possibly have. In prayer, the depths of your spirit are in communion with the depths of the spirit of God. And out of this can come instruction, guidance, and suggestions for new focal points in your prayers. Maybe you're asking yourself, okay, Myrna, how should I pray? Well, when Jesus' disciples asked him how to pray, he gave them what we know as the Lord's Prayer, which is found in Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 through 13. I'm going to repeat that. The Lord's Prayer, Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 13. And as you meditate on each phrase, you'll see how the Lord's Prayer touches on each facet of our lives and God's character. It is a wonderfully complete outline for our prayers and is a good model to build on. As we pray the Lord's Prayer, we begin by acknowledging God's sovereign fatherhood when we say, Our Father, who art in heaven. Listen, I pray that prayer every day with my children, by myself, every morning. Sometimes I do forget. So let me let me re, let me retract my last statement. I do forget sometimes to pray that way, but I still pray. Now We adore his name because his name represents his nature. We praise his very being when we say the next phrase, hallowed be thy name, okay? Next, we must be concerned about the extension of his kingdom. We must care that people should come to know him and submit to him. So we say, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Then we turn to our personal concerns And ask God for our daily bread, not only literal bread, but whatever we need to carry out. 
which is his work. This prayer is for his daily provisions, for our immediate needs. And so we pray, give us this day our daily bread. Next comes a prayer of release from sin and guilt, the prayer of confession, repentance, and forgiveness. And it says, and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. Here we are asking God for his grace in our relationships with other people because his forgiveness of us and our forgiveness of others go hand in hand. If we are going to expect answered prayer, we must be willing to forgive other people even as God is willing to forgive us. And finally, we seek God's protection from temptation and evil and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. We ask him to keep us walking in his way so that we might be covered by his power and anointing and might be not susceptible to evil influences. And another way to pray <clears throat> is to organize your prayer time according <clears throat> to the different modes of prayer. You know, the first part should be praise for our Heavenly Father, followed by intercession for the needs of others. Then in prayers of petition, you ask for your own needs to be met. And all prayers should close with praise and thanksgiving to our Father, who out of His love for us provides answers to our prayers. And then you conclude prayer with praise, like Jesus concluded the Lord's Prayer, saying, For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Now, how can I know that God will answer my prayers? Well, the Bible overflows with God's repeated promises to hear and answer his children's appeals. And in and this is the confidence which we have before him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests which we have asked from him. John 5, 14 and 15. To pray according to God's will means to pray in a way that is consistent with the principles in his word. You know, the Bible shows us that a righteous person's prayer will be answered. James 5.16 says the effective prayer of a righteous man can accomplish much. But righteousness means a lot more than clean living, guys. More than that, it means depending on Jesus Christ for answers to every problem that you face. In the Old Testament, prophet Elijah uh, was, one such a right, was one such righteous man. He prayed earnestly that it might not rain and it didn't rain. On the earth for three years and six months and then he prayed again and the sky poured rain and the earth produced its fruits you could read about it in james 5 17 and 18. if you need to call forth showers of blessings in a dry and barren situation remember that the key is righteousness your trust in god's promises and as you commit your request to him believe that his will is being done according to the greatness of his power and wisdom don't underestimate god's ability to make a way for you when one doesn't seem possible with our limited understanding and abilities, we often forget his boundless wisdom and power, guys. Ask with faith and be like Abraham when you pray. The Bible says of Abraham, with respect to the promise of God, Abraham did not waver in unbelief, but he grew strong in faith, giving glory to God and being fully assured that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. Romans 4, 20 through 21. And lastly, Jesus told us to pray according to his name. He is the architect, creator, and sustainer of all that is, and he promises in his words to the disciples. 
in Mark 11:24, all things for which you pray and ask, believe that you have received them and they shall be granted to you. No obstacle is too great to withstand his power. And in Mark 11:23, he also said, truly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says is going to happen, it shall be granted to him. So begin on a regular basis to pray about the biggest obstacle you face and command that particular person personal mountain to move by the power of the name of Jesus. Now I can go on and on and on. Like, how can I know God's will? What about an answered prayer? You know, is it permissible to pray more than once for something? There's so many things that we could cover on answered prayer, but I'm going to leave you with this. The effective prayer of a righteous man can accomplish much. James 5.16. Be encouraged. Be blessed. Hope to hear from you guys soon. God bless.